Hello and welcome to the Easy Switch Gear podcast. And uh, today we will talking about our first topic on our calendar, um, introduction to MV Switch Gear. Uh, Eben? Yes, good morning. Will you quickly take us through the calendar and the topics we will be discussing this year? Sure thing. So on our calendar, which you all received, you can see that the normal calendar on the one side. On the other side, you will see some interesting topics. And the first one that we're going to cover today, and the first one which we're going to air in January, is the introduction to MV Switchgear, which is an overview of what Switchgear is and what is the importance in the electrical distribution system. In February, we'll speak about the types of MV Switchgear, explore different, different types, such as air-insulated Switchgear and gas-insulated Switchgear. And then in March, uh, we will discuss the key components of MV Switchgear, components like circuit breakers, disconnectors, relays, and more. And then the next one is then in April, which we're going to cover Switchgear testing and maintenance. That's quite a large one. We will highlight the importance of regular testing and maintenance of MV Switchgear to ensure safety and reliability. In May, we will do the MV Switchgear safety protocols, explaining safety measures, personal protective equipment, and best practices when working with MV Switchgear. In June, arc flash hazards in MV Switchgear, dive into the risks associated with arc flashes and strategies to mitigate them. That's a, quite an explosive topic as well. Uh, MV Switchgear design principles. Uh, explore the fundamentals and principles and considerations when designing MV Switchgear installations. This one will be a meaty subject. And then uh, in August, we will do advancements in MV Switchgear technology, latest, latest technology, innovations and trends in Switchgear. There's uh, quite a lot of industry updates on that uh, connected switchgear and then in uh, september we'll do the switchgear for renewable energy explore the role of switchgear in renewable energy systems like solar and wind farms in october we will cover switchgear in industrial applications highlight the use of mv switchgear in various industrial settings including factories and plants november we will do case studies of real-world applications and sharing real-world examples and success stories of MV switchgear installations and their in impact. And then we'll we will do the last one in December, regulations and standards for MV switchgear. This one will be for the engineers and the technical guys out there. I think a lot of people need some basic uh, simplified information of the high intensity topic of regulations and standards for MV Switchgear, particularly for the IEC markets. And that's it for 2024. Okay, Evan, so let's start off with today's topic then. Um, what is MV Switchgear? Great stuff, yeah. So a lot of people, when we tell them, look, we're working with MV Switchgear, the first thing they say, what is Switchgear? What is MV? So MV is a field of, of uh, voltage which we describe starting from 1000 volts uh, and then reaching about 40,000 volts, volts but uh, the rated uh, currents that we normally use is 6600, 11,000 volts 
and then 22,000 and 33,000 volts in South Africa. In other countries it can be similar to this, 12,000, 15,000 and 36,000 volts. So it depends on which country you are in, but that is the field which the industry calls the medium voltage field. Then what is switch gear? If you go into a house and you plug in something faulty, there will be a switch that trips in your distribution board. And that is all switch gear. Your light fittings is a, a switch gear. Even your plug fittings where you put in your plug and you switch it on and off. That is all switch gear. So switch gear is, a, is actually a very, very wide field of anything that can break open and close on your on your electrical network um, and that is what switch gear is okay cool um, where will your MV switch gear fit in okay so obviously you can't use an MV switch gear which is almost your size or in and even sometimes much bigger um, you will not use it in your house to switch on your lights uh, you want to use a small thing for low current low voltage and then you want to use the big stuff where it matters. So on 11 kV or MV networks, you have a fault rating which is a bit higher and then you also have a very high, what they call energy rating. So um, for a small low voltage application, you will not generate a lot of energy when it flashes. But in medium voltage applications, you can create a lot of energy. So what they need is something that can handle that, that can break it safely. So where MV switch gear fits is basically between your transmission and sub-transmission voltages and then your household voltages and factory voltage of 400 volts. So 11 kV is used outside of uh, your houses. You will find there's either a mini substation or a transformer on a pole or something like that. That transformer steps down from 11 kV, from 11,000 volts, down to 400 volts, which is then distributed in the network to your houses or to the factory where you operate. And um, so that switch gear fits into that space, protecting the transformer, protecting the transmission lines, protecting the, the cables and the network of that. Okay, great stuff. So you can tell us more about the discrimination and tripping. Yeah, so we spoke about plugging in something into your, your into the wall and a plug, you know, you're plugging in a kettle or a iron or a, anything that you can think of. And now that thing is faulty, that equipment that you just plugged in is faulty, and now there's an overcurrent that's being created. Now where do you want that overcurrent to trip? Do you want it to trip as close as possible to it or do you want to trip out the whole town hmm. you know so discrimination and and and, and uh, cascading in switch gear says that we want to contain the fault as close as possible to the source so it will say that this one will trip on let's say 10 amps before the next one on 100 amps will trip before the next one on a thousand amps will trip so that when you have a small fault the first line of defense will trip because you can imagine if you plug in something faulty and it takes out the whole neighborhood, not everyone is not going to like you very much. Yeah. So Switchgear have got the, the job of discriminating the fault down to the, the, the smallest piece of, of outage. And that um, helps to keep the whole system safe and reliable and stable. Okay, great. And that also helps to protect the humans and the plant that it's feeding power to. That's correct. So. When, when you set up your protection in your MV switch gear, you always set it up in such a way 
that it will adhere to the safety limits of your equipment. So let's say you have a piece of cable and the maximum normal rated amps that it can operate at is 200 amps. You're going to set your protection settings very close but below that. Mm. So that when it goes over that, you will then trip out to protect this cable. Because if the cable starts getting hot, it will melt, the insulation will collapse and it will flash. And then you've got an outage. So protection has got several roles. When it fails, it will trip out as fast as possible um, to protect the plant or to protect the human. And, and then secondly, it will uh, also protect that, uh, that cable from overheating in the first place. From you know, from overcurrent, uh, from t uh, pulling too much load. Yes, okay, great. And you can tell us more about the speed and reliability in MB switchgear. Okay, so it is very important that the switchgear must last for many, many years. Mm. So it doesn't help us if you buy a piece of equipment that feeds a whole town and it only lasts three or four months, you know, and you have to replace it every four months, creating a week-long outage. So what you want is you want switchgear that is very reliable. Now, in the market you will find cheaper nasty, you will find nasty and nasty, and then you will find more of your reliable uh, suppliers. Uh, we, we prefer working with the reliable suppliers mm. and, and using their equipment and, and supporting them because in the end of the day, you know, it's about total cost of life, of lifetime, you know, total life cycle cost. And a lot of people don't take that into consideration. Like for instance, if you have a, let's say, poultry slaughtering house or a, um, a mill or something, why does it cost the mill to stand mm. for a week or a month? Yeah. You know, in, instead of putting in something that is highly reliable and strong and, and, and that you can depend on, you now bought something that's cheap and nasty. Yeah. So um, that's why reliability in switchgear is extremely important and then obviously the speed that it works on the faster it can break that fault the lower the the impact is on the network and on the people for that fault so i've seen uh, some of switchgear that that works so fast that even if there was an arc flash it was so fast and so small that you could literally clean off what was causing it uh, test and then switch on again in, wow. in a lot of cases. So yeah, fast switch gear is always better. Okay, great. Okay. So even I need MB switch gear. Where do I start? Okay, so firstly, you need to understand what load are you going to feed. Is it going to be a mini sub? Is it going to be a primary sub? Is it going to be some sort of a, a, a mill or something with rotational loads? What is the fault rating of that sub, of that line, of the feeding line? Um, and then obviously what is the application so there would be primary switchgear applications and there would be secondary switchgear applications and then on top of that there's also the protection the kind of protection that you need that you need to take into account so all of those things are important when someone comes to me and say uh, I need switchgear I would go through a list of questions with them to see what what is the story there um, what is the kind of scenario the situation that they find themselves in and then I would give them good advice to say I would rather go for this with this kind of relay and then uh, you know the people usually get up we can supply the correct equipment to them a lot of the times people come and they just ask give me X we give them X but it was not applicable to that specific application so it's always better to be upfront with what you are going to use it for and then we can give you proper advice on that okay
Great stuff. Well, that's it for today. Um, thank you for tuning in to our first episode of the year. And then stay tuned for the next one in February. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.